0: yo what's going on everybody it is 3 p.m here in chicago illinois that means it's time for another live stream today is sunday march 14th it's pi day and it's also daylight savings day uh and it's a sunday well daylight savings day is always on a sunday isn't it i don't know i guess people can do it different times of the year i guess i could do it on different days of the year anyway but it's sunday how you guys doing today? It is a beautiful day here in Chicago. It's warming up nicely. I thought it was going to be chilly and gross today, but it ended up being a pretty nice day. A very relaxing day for us here at home because everyone is tired. Uh, and before I get into the live stream for today, I want to say hi to everyone listening on the audio only version on the podcast. Hopefully you guys are having a good run or a good commute today. And for everyone watching this on YouTube after the fact, welcome to you guys as well. I'm assuming that you guys aren't here live today and watching on YouTube after the fact because of the whole time zone craziness thing and how little sense that makes, especially for what is a global audience. <laughs> so uh, for those of you who are here, like Mehmet Kalat says, hi, runners. Welcome, everybody. Edgar Smith says, yo. And Tony Bowen says, work just canceled me for a night due to snow in Denver. Yeah, I've been seeing the news reports on how much snow you guys are getting out there in Colorado which is funny because I feel like it was just yesterday where everyone in Colorado was like, I don't see any snow coming. And then now, like, you guys have a ton of it. And it's like, whoops, we talk, we spoke a little bit too soon. Not to say that you did that, Tony, but, um, yeah, hopefully you guys are all doing well in the snow. Uh, JC says, hi there, folks. And Sarah says, Hey all Remember to set my clocks forward before bed last night. Thank goodness. Yeah, you know, um, most of the clocks in our house are they change automatically, so I don't, I don't have to change much. I have to change it on the stove, but the stove is weird because uh, by the time we get to the, like, the next like daylight savings, so basically I change the clock on the stove twice a year. Um, by the time it gets to this that daylight savings time the clock is off by like a good two minutes so like whatever internal mechanism it's using to keep track of time it's faulty either that or it is a true measure of time and the rest of the world is off who knows really time is relative right (laughs) so that's i think that's the only clock that i have to change we do have an old like um like uh remember do you guys remember the when like everyone had the iHome alarm like the bed side like alarm clocks and i had the iphone the 30 pin dock connector built right into it and you could put your phone in it Um, we still have one of those i do think it's a 30 pin connector i think that one has a switch though there's a switch in the back that you just say like david light savings on or off and it changes the hour other than that i think those are the two clocks that we got everything else is automatic even like uh my daughter the younger the baby is like kind of like learning to tell time but she has a digital watch and it's hard for her to tell time and she tells me the time as like daddy it's three dot three i'm like you mean it's three oh three it's three o'clock she's like no 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 daddy it's three dot her even hers she has i think she has like a kitty garmin her or the kitty fitbit i can't remember which one hers auto switched today so like i don't know i don't i don't change that many although you know what i guess we have a car now i bet in the car we have to change automatic uh, like we have to change it manually. I bet you that doesn't change. So, I got to get used to that, I guess. Recycle on Wednesday says, "Hi everyone." And says, "Hi couplesjean everyone." One hour earlier for us in the UK. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's weird. That's really weird. The other thing that I think is going on in the UK is it Mother's Day for you guys in the UK? I think it is. It's not Mother's Day for us here in the US. But I think it's well, either that or Eilish McColgan is really early. And ahead of things for her mother's day because she had like a really nice mother's day post today so i think it's mother's day out there is it i'm not sure i have no idea we're i mean you know we're we're, i feel like it's only a matter of time before we enter the weird live stream warp zone or like uh like wormhole where there's multiple live streams that may or may not be going on Chris says, "I just wrapped up a half day's worth of work to get caught up after taking Friday as a nap day." Oh, that's nice. And he says, "Now it's Kofuzi time." Awesome. Very cool. Good to see you again, Chris. And uh, yeah, Philip Burns says, "Here on the other side of the pond, it's still two weeks until we reach summertime." See, like we don't we don't consider it like the beginning of summer. We consider it like the beginning of spring in the in the U.S. At least we consider Memorial Day to be like the unofficial start of summertime, or like I guess the official start of summer. I mean, other than calendar summer but uh that usually is a holiday i guess you guys would call it over there uh a bank holiday so it's kind of like a bank holiday for us here uh that's in uh like usually late march late may like around my dad's birthday all right jeff elliott's here josh is here as well what up josh good to see you and uh yeah Dave probably says happy sunday to all and charles ventura coming in with the pr today bringing it says I just pr both my 5K and 10K times in a 10K time trial. 22, 52, and 46:46, And his critical power increased from 218 to 240. That's quite a jump. Well done, Charles. Man, PRing in the 5K on the way to a 10K PR. That's impressive. I've been thinking about what my strategy is going to be for my 8K time trial going into this weekend. And right now, my goal, like, so that I don't overdo it, i am I'm, I'm petrified that i'm going to have a really great 5k and then just die on the last 3k of this 8k and so my goal my my, my plan tentatively is to make sure i don't pr a 5k on the way to the 8k because i just don't yeah I'm, I'm nervous i mean some of my i feel like some of my fitness may indicate that i can do that and be fine but i'm okay with not like you know, i don't know it seems pretty high r- i mean i guess there's no what's the risk if I blow up, I blow up. It's an eight, it's a virtual AK. So I don't know. Maybe I'll see. I'm I'm on the fence. But now with Charles's, PRing 5K on the way to his 10K. Now I'm like, huh, ah, maybe I should try for that. I don't know. But good work, Charles. All right. Not really. Hank Aaron says hi. Happy Sunday. He's got some bacon and a smiley face emoji and a fire emoji. I think that's a bacon emoji, right? I don't know what emoji that is. Is that bacon? Let me make this bigger real quick for me. Yeah, it looks. Like, I think that's bacon anybody i don't know uh and running man sam says what's the goal pace for the ak uh you know my uh i think my like 5k pr is somewhere around um like i mean officially it's like 19 high 1940s like 1950 something like that just barely under 20 minutes um so like i'm thinking i'm gonna have a graduated because I am going to I'm going to do graduated pacing. I'm not going to try to do even pacing all the way through. The first mile I think I'm going to go through at like 6:30. I I'm going to make a video about it once I kind of decide a little bit more, but like just kind of shooting from the hip right now. I think it's going to be like a 6:30, maybe a 6:35 mile for the first, which would be a little bit over 4 minutes per K. And then mile 2 right at 4 minutes per K, and then mile 3 start to squeeze down, you know. Um so uh yeah and then the third mile maybe a little bit under four minutes per k so it's like six twenty maybe six twenty i think six twenty maybe and by the end i'd want to be uh at like six fifteen maybe six ten for the last mile so that's kind of my my that's my my thinking i just feel like it's it's better for me to sneak up on a pr than it is for me to try to go out at pr pace uh I, it sets off too many alarm bells in my head it just uh, it it scares me a little bit so I think that's what i'm gonna try to do martha says i'll oh, take the risk go fuzzy i think i might i mean i think maybe, maybe i'll adjust everything by like a couple seconds up a little bit but i still think that first mile or at least the first half mile going out at like 6 30 pace something that's like definitely a little bit on the slow side is going to be the way to go for me so that part i'm i'm, I'm not going to move too much it's just how much does it move from mile one to mile five yeah and it says though the thought of holding on for another 3k after a 5k pb is scary yeah it is it is but i try to say th- i like the way i try to justify it is like it's less than it's not even two miles <laughs> that's gonna how, how i'm gonna like look at it in my head you know um yeah Fanta fantaflas Dobkey. i'm sorry i'm having such a hard time saying that it says um or you can take off at your 10k pr pace and see how it goes after two to three k yeah i mean that's kind of what i'm uh, i'm thinking about doing you know like my 10k pr pace is kind of is like right around 6:35. i want to say something like that although like my official 10k I, i haven't run a 10k in a long time but i think you know my my 10k what i've been doing time trial wise over the last year somewhere in like the 41s so like you know, i don't i don't know what the pace that is but some, something along those lines is what i'm thinking um Stefan wagner says what shoes are you thinking of for the ak it's going to be the endorphin pro or the Adios pro probably the Adios pro but that endorphin pro is really nice also um and it'll be on pavement i'm gonna try to ma- mainly do it on asphalt not concrete um so i think that'll be fine for either of those shoes but yeah that's what i'm thinking i don't think i want to go anything with anything like lighter in terms of or less stack height i i don't, I don't mind going with a little bit of extra stack height for the ak i'm just going to do like a single line no turn try, i'm going to try to set it up so that there's no turns and um just go straight in one direction um the question is which direction do i want to go do i want to go from south to north or north to south i guess that i'll just wait to see what the wind's going to do um the host dog one says co when doing intervals do you find it difficult to focus on good form and consistent running i was running intervals endorphin speed and i found it so difficult to replicate that good form stride um yeah i mean that's the fatigue and that's part of the training that you're doing with the intervals and so um it's difficult but that's kind of what i try to keep my mind on i try to keep my mind on uh it 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 kind of like one of the ways that i look at it is like the way i mean i'm not a good baseball player and i stopped playing baseball like on a and like am not going to organize team when i was like i don't know like 12 so it's been a long time since i played baseball but the way i think about it with baseball or with the golf is like you know i don't ever try to hit the ball far but i try to have good mechanics and whatever happens happens and so and that usually ends up being um you know when i do make contact you know the ball goes far is relatively speaking i'm not very good at either baseball or golf And so I think of it similarly when I'm thinking about running or when I'm getting tired, I don't think about trying to run faster or harder. I just try to think about running, like running pretty. That's kind of like what, what I think about in my head, making sure the stride looks good, pushing off through, like as I'm pushing off, pushing off through the back of the heel. Not that I'm putting my heel to the ground, but like that motion to make sure I'm you know, using the entire leg muscle kind of, so to speak, that that seems to like, work for me um, in a way of like trying to make sure I'm including the glute in the stride as well. So I want to go from glute to knee drive, glute to knee drive. So that's kind of like what goes through my mind or what I hope goes through my mind. What really goes through my mind is, wow, you're not moving that fast. Uh, you're flailing a lot. Uh, what are your feet doing? Your feet are kind of like... F- like flipping around all over the place like a fish or like hungry hungry hippos um and oh you're not gonna be able to keep this up for a long time it's taking up a lot of energy so those are the thoughts that really go through my head but like what i try to put in my head is like you know put the foot straight down push through the back drive the knee you know so there's a big there's a big difference in terms of what i want and what i and what i uh actually get um let's see teddy Man Tactico says "Kofuzi, hi please could you address this issue zoom fly threes are now released in new specs 11 millimeters instead of eight and with carbon fiber instead of carbon infused nylon plates uh yeah i don't know that that's an issue um i thought that they were 10 mi- if i i mean it's been a long time since i ran the zoom fly three but i thought that they were 10 millimeter drop shoes i guess i could be wrong on that and i thought that they i was i'm pretty confident that they've always had a carbon fiber plate i don't think that nike has had a carbon infused plate between the zoom fly sp and the tempo next percent that's my understanding um so i i could be wrong on that 11 millimeter seems to be a weird number to me and uh i would double check on that make sure you don't have a like maybe it's like for the women's size i've done that i don't know sometimes shoe companies will make the women's drop a little bit higher for some reason but yeah i'm not aware of that i'm not aware of that um but yeah it's in that's be curious if they did that. Um, Rodolfo Montalvo says, Shoe question. Hello, everyone. I'm running a pair of Clifton 7 and Rincon 2. Now they feel kind of big at the front. Should I go next time half a size or a full size smaller? Thank you. Well, Rodolfo, I would say, um, they I know they're feeling kind of big at the front. The Rincon 2 has a little bit more room in it than the Rincon 1 did, for example. So I would say like, it's those are roomier shoes than say like Nike or Adidas for sure. And even a lot of Saucony and New Balance. So like those are a little bit roomier. The Clifton I feel like fits more like kind of like a regular running shoe in terms of what I'm used to. But the Rincon is a little bit roomy. And so the question is, is it so roomy that it doesn't feel right? You know what I mean? So like, yes, it feels different, is that different bad to you if that different is bad to you then i would suggest a different size if you're just like oh it ends up being like just feeling different but it doesn't you know it's not like hurting my foot it doesn't feel like it's the wrong size it then it just becomes a preference maybe next time you just don't get that shoe so that's the couple of ways to look at it um nifty Nish says mike why not do a 5k time trial next week and work out your pacing for the 8k from that um i did a 5k time trial last week kind of on accident not really i had a th- the workout was like three miles at threshold and then right into a 200 meter uh, mile pace so it was basically like you know a little bit longer than a 5k uh, and that was pretty tiring um and i try to i want to say that that would i think that would have been like a 5k um pretty close to my, my 5k pr um so i've already done that uh, and that felt good but i also did like a couple extra reps uh of 200 meters on top of that too so i like there's more there you know so that's certainly a maintainable kind of pace um but the main reason i'm doing the ak next week is because i'm doing a virtual race so that's that's the thing i mean i guess i don't have to but you know that's that next weekend is the weekend for for getting your entries in all right mc1796 says any predictions of the a6 magic speed runner says it'll drop march 31st ff blast with a carbon plate 26 millimeters in the heel and 21 in the forefoot didn't see any weight specs i'm not i've never even heard of that this is the 1st time hearing or reading about a new shoe with ff blast and a carbon plate um but based on that it seems like it's going to be kind of like a meta racer lo- relatively low stack height i think those numbers are pretty similar to the a meta racer but um, with carbon in it, that's interesting. I have a feeling it's gonna remind me a lot of the freedom from Saucony, like a little bit squishy, um, but also feeling minimal at the same time, minimalist, I guess. Interesting. I haven't I haven't seen any images of that. I may have seen some images of that, but I don't. I it's like one of those things where I don't know if I knew what I was looking at. I've seen some. Uh, i've been seeing a lot of pictures of asics shoes lately so maybe that's what i saw Um, running man said i got the new colorway of the audios pro and it's just such an amazing looking shoe that makes you faster right well i mean i think that like liking the shoe that you're in goes a long way i mean you look good you feel good you feel good you play good that's the way it goes right um and so you know i will say yes I don't know if that's measurable in a repeatable double blind study kind of way but you know i think so you gotta like what you're in ted and ruth says ed but was looking at the magic speed today that's probably whose picture i saw because he had a couple of different videos up today i didn't get a chance to watch them but i saw a couple of thumbnails from him today i was like oh what are those says he thinks it's the sarah hall shoe i don't think that the sarah hall shoe is a 26 millimeter stack height shoe i think the sarah hall shoe is closer to 35 to 40 millimeters of stack height that thing that she's running on the thing she ran on in london which i think is different than the shoe she ran on in the in the marathon project um but like whatever that prototype is i I don't know that that's it that shoe looked tall that shoe looked tall like the it, it looked exactly like the the midsole looked exactly like the um artist midsole to me and so that shoe if i remember correctly was in the mid 30s for stack height. so like I, I just think that 26 doesn't look very tall it is it isn't very tall and that i don't know but i guess like if you're looking at it from far away how much can i really discern 10 millimeters it's not that much but i don't know maybe it is maybe it is yeah martha's martha's aware with me though wasn't the sarah hall shoe a lot higher stack yeah but ben y says asics have two shoes about to drop hmm oh and chris dyke said seth got it in one of his unboxing lives nice huh awesome that's so cool um yeah i mean as soon as i tried the nova bus i was like can't i can't wait till they put carbon in this and i'm glad that they're doing it because i could see them like being like no nope, we're just gonna make it i mean then they did like the road blast and then the dino like they had like two other blast shoes which i was like don't mess around with those hurry up and get to the carbon version so i'm glad that they're getting to there uh, <laughs> dr funk wants to know will asics follow the other shoe companies and call the sarah hall shoe the meta racer pro yeah no you know i don't know because i feel like the meta racer is a pro shoe just not at the marathon distance right and so like um so the ASICs has I mean they like to play around with their prefixes and suffixes, right? So they've had they have the um the ride series, like the Evo ride, the glide ride, and then they had the meta ride. There was also there was a meta run, which was a pre- it was not a predecessor to the meta ride. Um i called it a predecessor to the meta ride and asics got mad at me for that it wasn't a predecessor but they had another shoe called the meta run now they have this shoe called the meta racer now as far as i know the meta run the meta ride and the meta racer are not related shoes except they have like i think they do have some of like the same like flow technology that is in the um the other ride series of shoes like the evo ride and the glide ride so like you know how they're using those prefixes and suffixes i i have no idea but i could see it having some sort of combination of like ride or meta in it somehow but i don't know that they'll call it the meta racer pro but I who knows they might they might call it the meta racer pro just to, but then like i think then, then like people are going to think that 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 meta racers that they have which is a fantastic shoe for half marathon and shorter i would say more like 10k and shorter um that shoe is uh is fantastic and i don't think they want people thinking that that's like um like a junior shoe or a training companion you know what i mean so that's, that's my thoughts on it you know um sheng says any suggestion on running wear to carry hydration yesterday i power walked and jogged for almost three hours and sat at a 11 and got a gatorade well, that'll certainly work, but my favorite is a flip belt and the flip belt bottle. Um, it holds about 10 to 12 ounces of, of liquid in it. And that's usually enough for a lot of my runs. Um, unless we get very deep into the summer when it's like really super hot, then I might need a little bit more of that on some of my runs. But for the most part, that flip belt in the bottle, it stays right at the waist um, and it doesn't bounce around too much. That's usually my favorite. Otherwise, a lot of people like to carry the the what do they call them speed flasks or whatever. It's got like a strap to hold onto your hand, and then you hold you're like holding the bottle kind of like like this as you're running. Those usually are like 16 to 20 ounces, so that kind of like will definitely get most people through the vast majority of their runs. Then above that, there's like a you know hydration packs. I like there's ones with bottles in the front. I love the convenience of it, but they jostle around a lot for me so i like the ones with the the bladder that goes in the back so Uh, jody says good day everyone didn't realize the time change i don't know if the time may or may not may or may not have changed for you but it did over here so um chris j says favorite easy slash recovery day shoe so far Mm, i don't know favorite i really do like the invincible but the the toe box is a little bit snug so like if i could get if i had a better or different upper on it i would i would like it even more but that one's pretty close to being my favorite one so far um i like the fresh foam more trail a lot as well which another sign that i probably need to try that fresh foam more version three um and that will probably end up being my favorite um But right now, I would probably say the Nike Invincible is my favorite recovery day shoe. Um, Followed closely by the 1080 version 11. Sam Matassa says, any plans on getting the InstaGo cam to review? They're trying to give them away to influencers right now on the site. I did review it already. It was like a 30-minute long video. An Opus, if you will. Really, really long. But yeah. Um, It's a fun little camera. I was going to use it uh for the video for today but i ended up going with uh some tracksmith the lined half tight and that only has one pocket in it and so like i had a gel keys and i was like nope i'm not bringing the insta360 go with me um so i just used the 360 camera for all for the entire video for that one but i do like that camera um that little case that goes with it is pretty fantastic that's that's the killer feature on it For this time Mm. lifelong meditation favorite running clothes brand um i would say i'll give you two because i don't want to name just one i love path projects i'm wearing path project shorts right now as i'm sitting here i wore them today for my run as well um because they have pockets I was just talking about Pockets and Tracksmith, and they don't have enough. Um, Path Projects stuff has Pockets. It's extremely functional. Um, second, I don't know about second, but in the same breath for me is Janji. J A J A N J I. I love their stuff. Again, very functional. Lots of Pockets. Very thoughtfully made. Everything just works really well. And I love those two brands. All right, MC1796 say, Roadrunner just actually added more details it's gonna be 8.1 ounces for that what is it the meta speed magic magic speed what what did you say it was it was a weird name And it'll have the guide sole technology of the glide ride but his plate is four foot only seems like a top notch tempo day interval shoe yeah that's interesting only four foot plate that makes me nervous because that makes me think that maybe it is going to be a meta racer pro and not still not a marathon super shoe sounds to me a lot like the speed elite from Skechers. although did i thought i saw on instagram today that uh believe believe in the run posted a photo of yet another Skechers something that is not a razor for but they were saying like this one looks great and it's got a plate in it so i think it's the next iteration of the speed elite and i listened to a podcast the other day i forget what it was called but it's a podcast sponsored by Skechers and uh they had the designer um the one that if you've watched a lot of the um uh running warehouse videos the guy that's always on the videos for sketchers when sketchers performance stuff is all on the get that guy that comes on as a guest he was on the podcast and he was saying that like they were really surprised that people didn't like the speed elite for the marathon i don't, I don't know how that catches them by surprise probably because their athletes are meb Kafozgi and ed chesrak guys that are like have bulletproof feet or did or i mean i think Meb did have bulletproof feet but um they were like yeah so we're gonna add more we're thinking about adding more stack height i can't talk about it yet but adding more stack height to a carbon plated option so i hope that's what it is i hope it's not if it's a razor elite 2 i'm gonna be pissed off (laughs) um because that's not that interesting to me um but a speed elite 2 with like a more cushion in it and the winglet uh, of the of the carbon i think is an interesting concept too when i see when i see four foot um, carbon fiber plate that tells me that it's not going to have a really strong carbon feel it tells me it's going it, to that they're using the carbon more for f- torsion than they are for propulsion so like i don't know if it's going to be the kind of pop that i like from a carbon fiber plate so that tells me a lot me a lot. so those are my thoughts on that so far i guess i haven't i, I think i guess i've seen a picture on ed bud's thumbnail but i haven't seen any other renderings of the shoe so what when did you say it was coming out mark end of march Oof. see like i've got all these carbon plated racers that i'm like i gotta get some miles in on these things because the new shoes are going to be coming out soon and i'd like to some of them are, real, are getting close to 100 miles so like i'd like to get some long-term um reviews out on some of these shoes uh so i got i got some work to do here's the other thing that i've been re- hearing a lot about lately let me know what you guys think about this um a lot of people are talking about how uh like running in carbon plated shoes are um it's bad for you somehow like you you can't do it like uh it changes your foot mechanics it changes like the uh the physics moment or something like that um and uh you know it's 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 something that's going to cause injuries or something like that is that something you guys have been hearing too i've been hearing a lot about that and um and from some people that i like find are very intelligent in the sport both from a biomechanics perspective and also from a running perspective as well so it's just it's just an interesting thing to me it feels a lot like like my gut reaction to a lot of those critiques are like it sounds a lot like a very sophisticated version of like i can't believe these people who are running four-hour marathons are like audacious enough to try and buy vapor flies that's kind of like that i feel about a lot of those like you'll get hurt if you run in carbon every day because there are, have been people running in carbon every day a lot and if i'm understanding in the new puma deviate nitro it's an everyday shoe with a carbon fiber plate in it right mine comes on tuesday so we'll see i guess but yeah um yeah so that's kind of that's kind of like what i'm what what i'm thinking i don't know if you guys are getting any of that or if i'm maybe i'm maybe i'm just picking up on it i'm sensitive to it because i've been running in carbon plated shoes like three days a week lately i don't know ben browning benny's new benzy news says any new or classic picks on GoPro slash selfie sticks? My camera arrives soon. No, I still have I mean, the same ones that I always like. There's the one, it's generic, um, but it like twists. You open it up and then you twist it to lock it for the, and it has the GoPro mount at the end. That's the one I use for the GoPro. And then the one I use for the Insta360 Go, not Go, Insta360 One um, X is the one with the quarter 20 mount and it just pulls straight out and it can't bend or like get adjusted those are the ones um that i like for it so those nothing new, nothing new. which is i mean it makes sense because it's selfie sticks it shouldn't there I, I mean i'm not sure how you innovate on the field you know mm. remy says hey co the insta 362 that much better than the old one yes if you're gonna get it wet so that 1x2 is waterproof the 1x is definitely not so that's that's the big difference on it uh, jc says oh, with the carbon plate shoes that's why you save them for the races alpha flies look like they mess you up i mean i can understand that um you know but like i you know i don't know people are saying like people are coming in with injuries but i'm like more so than like for example like the nike study quote unquote that they did when they put people in nike structures and a third of them reported injury in a, in like a 90 day period so like i you know i don't i don't know i always thought that people were like you save these for races because the foam is not meant for durability it's meant for performance um and two um they're expensive you know and so you know i think what puma is going to be doing here and what we've seen already with the you know the shoes with like the nylon plates in them or like tpu shanks is like what if carbon weren't expensive or what if the foam that you use with carbon or that can pair well with carbon Uh, because i think there have been previously been lots of shoes that have been paired with carbon that the foams just don't work well with it but i think that like what if what if carbon wasn't expensive what if in fact carbon was cheaper what if finding like a foam that worked well with carbon was cheaper and they were putting in all the everyday shoes you know um would would people still be upset about it you know if we're and we're talking about 100 dollar shoes and not 250 fifty dollar shoes you know kind of like that's the way that i'm looking at it and you know, i think maybe the carbon the shape of the carbon would be different you know but um but in an analogous way that like the way that i feel like the midsole is engineered in a non-carbon plated shoe is different for a racer versus a daily trainer. So that's kind of like I'm like I don't I don't know. I think I don't know if we're overthinking it or if I'm underthinking it. I'm probably underthinking it. I have a tendency to oversimplify. But yeah. And uh, MJM says 1400 kilometers in the alpha fly and zero injuries and he's had no races in 2020. I mean, yeah, I see that a lot. I see people, you know, you know, going on easy runs in them frequently. You know, I see him a lot um And granted, some of those people that I see that I think are on an easy run, they might be in a cool down they might be in a rest period in between reps or something like that. But like, I'm pretty sure I've seen people going on easy runs at them, and just the the foam is real nice in the Alpha flies and the Zoom and then like the Vapor fly, the four percents, you know. So, yeah. And Martha says I would think running exclusive in carbon plate shoe would be a bad idea. Likewise with any stiff roll type shoe because you're using all the little joints and muscles in the foot. But okay, at times. Yeah, I mean, it, it seems though, like, uh, where is the camera again? Man, I don't think the camera's overheated today. I don't know what's going on with this thing. Maybe it did overheat. All right, we're gonna switch cameras real quick, guys. All right, now we're onto the webcam. But, like, um, you know, even the people that are like, you know, you gotta be careful about carbon plate to you can't run in them every day. Even those people, I think they're frequently saying, you know, the best thing to do is have variety. know and they're talking about heel drop and um uh the different foam types and even the surfaces that you're running on the best thing to do is just to have variety which i think is the best advice but like you know i don't i don't know if people i don't think a lot of people are running in carbon every day but you know it it does invite the question of like what happens if people did or what happens if a lot of people started doing that you know Mm. (laughs) <laughs> dr josh says the next future plate won't be made of carbon but of plutonium <laughs> that's funny uh that makes me think of um doc brown i'm sure in 1985 you can get plutonium anywhere you want on the corner store but here in 1955 it's a little bit harder to come by <laughs> mm. chris yeah says what if, what if we ran in shoes that are really nfts I, I gotta tell you i'm having a hard time wrapping my head around nfts i don't understand where like nft starts and copyright like ends you know I, I i'm having a hard time with that maybe someone could explain that to me but i i don't get it <laughs> Ted says, i saw a runner go over on his nike and a high his ankle and a high stack nike it looked horrendous he didn't want any help but he was howling yeah I was listening to trying to think, what was I listening to? They had a guy who uh is a scientist at BYU who's like one of his like like the claims to fame that had that, the reason why he was on this particular podcast was that he had independently not him himself, but I think him and his lab uh or at least his um co authors had like independently verified like the four percent claim on the original four percents. And um and so uh he was saying that like he thinks that the bigger thing that the carbon's doing is um it does have like you know um some effect in the way that i think about carbon plated shoes is making not making you faster but helping you run faster um but like he thinks a lot of it is like these are high stack shoes and squishy foams so you need the carbon to kind of like even things out a little bit so it's it's interesting Um, But yeah, a lot lot of really high stack height shoes out these days. Yeah, Jamie Dahl says, my thinking is that you need to run at least some of your workouts in your racing shoes for muscle memory. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think of it like in a couple different ways is like one could be like, you shouldn't run it that much because then you're feeling like the specialness of it um kind of like uh you know to go back to a baseball analogy you either put the donut on your bat or you hold like grab like two or three bats and you swing that a couple times it's real extra heavy and then when you get up to bat and you've only got the one bat you're getting through the strike zone really quick you get a lot of speed uh or like the bat has a lot of velocity right so the same thing would be like if you're running in your trainers that are a little bit heavier a little bit more durable and then you switch to your racers then it's like boom you're feeling zippy but the other thing is like i'm really bad at pacing um like whenever i watch like pro runners like go over a workout they're like yeah we did these first set in like 75s and the next ones we did at 73 and then the third set we did at 71 and i'm like I can't do that. Not only can I not hit those times, but how do I can't even discern that, that that those amount of seconds, you know, like that? And so like if I were then like trying to really nail down a pacing strategy in a shoe that I don't have a lot of experience in, you know, I'm definitely going to fail, you know? So that's like the other thing is like I don't know, I guess that's a different I mean, that's a, one of the ver- many the almost infinite amount number of definite differences between me and my running and a pro's running but you know that's the other thing it's like you know i i need to log some miles in them to know what they're going to be like so i can know what i'm doing right so Mm. let's see all right sorry the uh chat just jumped on me so uh, i might have skipped some of your comments guys um sean marshall says regarding nfts imagine if you had your own stash of capital that was a bit tied to the m- monetary fluctuations of nation-state economy uh, <laughs> uh yeah um uh yeah okay i'm not sure where that goes yeah i mean i guess it's like you're saying that like uh our current conceptions of currency is just as like like i guess um ethereal um or uh abstract so i get it i get it he's saying was not tied yeah um yeah i mean but like i i don't understand like you know the n is the nft the currency um or is the nft like something that you've bought you know like that has its own like bundle of rights that go with it you know i mean because it seems like people are it's like a fancy way of buying pictures you know Uh, martha wants to know what are uh nfts they're non-fungible tokens so um it's kind of like cash but not cash because cash is fungible so i don't know Mm jody says i wonder if you always wear carbon shoes if your body adjustment becomes lazy then you lose some of the effect maybe best to save them for races to get the full benefit yeah i don't know you know i i would i would think that it'd be the other way if you want to be really good at racing in carbon plated shoes you should run a lot in carbon plated shoes that seems to be making more sense to me uh, but you know i'm not i'm not an expert or trained at all in this this area um <laughs> in the long run says nft is not feeling this yeah i i, I don't i don't see it I don't, I'm, I don't know i'm not a money guy so <laughs> uh ben browning says in my vaporflies i'm running at a faster pace at any time but when i tripped i slid on two hard surfaces be careful in the high stack and the narrow vaporfly four percents i wear them only occasionally yeah you know what's funny though is like i feel like when i put on like i, I mean it's, i guess it's been a while since i put on four percents but like when i put them on now i just feel like they're so much lower than the other um like super shoes that are out today it's like dark in here um yeah <laughs> dr funk says nft is that like blockchain it utilizes blockchain that's part of the way it kind of like self-authenticates i guess uh i don't i don't know my um, my understanding of blockchain is probably just as tenuous as my understanding of NFTs. All right. Uh, where are we going? <laughs> Martha says thanks. NFT? How about not effing true? We've said that all too often to the t- last <laughs> year. <laughs> uh it could be it could be for sure for sure um although i'm i'm finding myself yelling at the tv less although i'm also watching a lot less tv so that's just another thing i'm also doing ben browning Benzi new says no effing tripping for nft uh i hope after a scabby experience after uh facebook (laughs) tying it back together the nft connects to the shoes there we go nice all right guys i think that's a good place to leave it for today before we get like too caught up on on all the stuff that i really don't have any idea about anyway um i do know a little bit about carbon shoes i think but nfts we're getting we're getting way out of my lane uh but i'm gonna get going for today and, and try to figure out what's going on with my camera I don't know why. It's just been uh, dying on me relatively fast lately, which is surprising. Although it's getting warm in here. So, but I mean, it's going to get warmer as summer, as we get to summer. So I got to figure that out. Maybe it's time to get like a dedicated, like we- a different webcam, like for live streams. I guess I'm doing them enough. I could, you know, I'd be using it that way, but we'll see about that. But tomorrow's video, I don't know what I'm going to do for tomorrow's video. I'm not really sure. So that'll be a surprise to us all. And then tomorrow is Monday monday mukbang i got some new snacks pretty excited about them i wanted to eat them today but i was like no i gotta wait for the monday mukbang so i'll be eating them tomorrow so hopefully you'll join me for that in the meantime be safe out there everybody especially all those you guys getting snow be safe i'll see you the next time